0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management.
1: When we expend negative energy towards others and the world around us, we push ourselves further away from our own success. Welcome to Wealthy Thoughts with your host, Richard Levy. Our show provides a positive blueprint to what you could be doing in order to bring more success to your life. Now, here is Richard Levy.
2: Well, hello, dear friends. I am Richard Levy in the windy city, Chicago. And I would like to extend warm greetings to you wherever you're listening to us, whether that be in the USA, Europe, The United Kingdom, Asia, Africa, the Middle East, wherever. Welcome to Wealthy Thoughts. Ladies and gentlemen, for the next hour, you will hear how you can affirm wealth, think abundance, visualize prosperity, send loving energy, feel grateful and appreciative, all to create what we call a wealth consciousness. You feel wealth. You are energized with wealthy feelings, and you attract wealth. The universe then prospers you. Attracting wealth, success, and love are just a few of the topics at our upcoming Wealthy Thoughts Seminar this Saturday at the Westin Hotel in New York's Times Square, right in the middle, just $30 per person. For information, please contact us at Thoughts Make you Wealthy. .com and click on seminars. How to stay in the flow of healing and prosperity is the subject of today's show, my friends. You're going to meet a woman who naturally channelizes divine power to heal others, who helps men and women remove blocks to wealth and then attract prosperity. This fascinating woman is Stephanie J. King. At the age of 35, Stephanie had an experience during the night that changed her life forever. This experience that she will describe to you in her own words opened a flow of energy from spirit, God, whatever you call your superpower, even the boss, as Stephanie calls it. This has nothing to do with any particular religion, my friends. She can channel this energy to heal people physically, emotionally and help them remove blocks to wealth, success and happiness. She holds workshops throughout England, she consults one-on-one and provides valuable life success coaching. Stephanie has written numerous books, two of which we will discuss later in the show, and you can sign up for her fascinating newsletters and I truly truly endorse them and recommend you do that right after the show. We'll come back to all that later on. Stephanie will share with you how to keep the flow of abundance going. If it is blocked, she will share her thoughts on how to unblock prosperity. Ladies and gentlemen, I have the honor and pleasure to introduce to you Stephanie King. Hi, Stephanie, and welcome to Wealthy Thoughts. Good afternoon, Chicago. I'm so
3: pleased to be here with you this afternoon.
2: Well, good afternoon, good evening to you in London, Stephanie. I know you're in a little village, but for the majority of our listeners, if it's okay, you were going to say you're right outside of London. Is that okay with you? Well, that's about right. (laughs) Okay, fantastic. Stephanie, I want you to share your life changing evening what i just referred to in the introduction when you connected with karma spirit but before we do that let's talk a bit about your past if we may although you have at least stephanie to us here in the united states a beautiful english accent you were actually born in what used to be called west germany is that correct yes
3: that's right that's right my father I uh, was in the forces, and my mother was a middle-class German lady, and they fell in love. Um, but then her parents uh, didn't really approve, because it wasn't long after the war. Um, so my father got shipped over to England, and my mother chased him, um, well, sort of followed him, and um, spent her, the rest of her life here. So that's how I ended up in the UK.
2: That's how you up in the UK. Okay. Uh, What age, Stephanie? Did you were you when your family arrived in England from uh, West Germany?
3: Uh, It was before I was born. So I was born. No, that's not true. Actually, I was born in Munster. So I was born in Munster, and as a baby, I came over here. So really, I've lived my life here.
2: Most for the for all practical purposes, you're raised in England, but born in Munster in West Germany. Okay, very fine, Stephanie. Would you share with our listeners how it was for you and your family in a small English village right after the war? Well, if you
3: know anything about England, I can't say about the states because it's so vast but england in England, all the cities and towns are much closer together, um and the villages were tight knit communities where grandparents and aunties and parents they lived across the road from each other you know whole families were in the community Um, and as an outsider after the war uh, my mother not speaking the language and my father being a very quiet person and then my mother had five children i was the eldest she didn't often leave the house but it was very very difficult um you know, it's difficult in today's society, and it was equally so then. I should think it's similar today for people um, of Eastern um, culture, let's say Iraqi and Afghanistan, um, who are perhaps tainted in their own communities out of fear and of what has occurred recently. Um, I would say that bullying and prejudice is still very much there. However much of the civilized nation we'd like to think it isn't, um, I think really all it's done is changed its
2: shape. Okay. But yes, it was very difficult. It was difficult. Okay. Could you briefly tell us, you mentioned the B word, bullied. Were you bullied personally and by whom and for what reason?
3: Oh, yeah. Um, well, I was bullied at school because I didn't really have many friends. I was quite introvert, I suppose. Um, And I I loved school and I loved learning. But the very fact in those days, if you loved learning, you were an outsider. So the teachers didn't really like me because I didn't mix. And the children didn't like me because I was an outsider. So it was just very, very difficult. It was difficult. Okay. And we were poor, you see. We were poor. So I couldn't go to things that people normally would have gone to. In fact, I used to hide school letters from my parents so that they wouldn't feel bad by my producing them. So when cookery time came, I often didn't have the ingredients. You know, when there were trips, I often didn't go on the trips. It's just uh, the, the, the scenario you expect,
2: you know, not out of bravery. It's just what I did. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, listen carefully to what Stephanie said. She came from West Germany, her family, and she was raised as a baby into a little girl, young lady, adult in England after the war and there was a lot of negativity with her family. They, they were not part of the clique. They were their language challenges. She was learned, had challenges in school. She was bullied. You hear all the negativity. She even mentioned she was poor. I want you to contrast that with Stephanie's energy as we get further on into the show because a lot of people talk about challenges but they never get those language, those words out of the vocabulary so they remain stuck you're going to see the difference with stephanie king i'm so excited to share with you so stephanie later on we're going to move it on now down in the life you became an interior designer you got married how did all that go well as i grew up i mean
3: i started working when i was 11 i wanted to help my father bring some money into the house So I started working a Saturday job. As soon as I left school at 16, um, I made sure I had a full-time job. And eventually, by the time I was 21, I was actually working in London and I had four jobs on the go. Um, But then I realized that I had a talent for interior design. I'd always made things when I was little and I was good with my hands. I was very good artistically, not drawing, but just making things, producing things. And I had a rapport with people. I knew what people wanted. I could read people without knowing that's what I did. and then I had my own interior design company, but I lost the business to the first recession in the 1990s, at the same time as I lost my marriage. And I met somebody else um, and started again with a new little girl and my son and, and carried on forward. Um, but then I got to a point where um, I was in depression. My life wasn't going as well as it could, and I, I guessed it was something that I must be doing too because I could see things coming out in my children that I knew shouldn't be there given they'd had a completely different upbringing to me. And I could see um, mirror images of myself coming out. And so I, I really wanted to be a good parent and that was one of the things that fueled me. Um, but I was in depression and I didn't realize I was in them until it was time to come out. Um, and then this word karma started rattling around my head Um, and
2: that was really the beginning of my journey. Okay, we're going to get into that journey, but ladies and gentlemen, we talked about the beginnings in England after the war in Germany, and now things are still becoming, actually things are becoming more challenging for Stephanie as an adult, interior decorator business, a marriage, both of those Started to become very challenging. She lost her business through the recession. The marriage failed, and now she's feeling depressed. There's a lot of negativity coming out of the children. And what I want to point out to you, ladies and gentlemen, is that a lot of us find our passion in life our direction, our successes in life after we go through very challenging times. It happens to the most successful men and women in life. So Stephanie realized this is not working. This does not feel good. There must be a better direction to go. So she began to think where could she go from here, and she ran into and learned the word karma. And karma – Meaning that she's beginning to attract positive energy. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be going to a break right now. When we come back. You're going to hear, buckle your safety belts when you hear Stephanie's encounter with karma at at the age of 35 on one particular evening this particular evening changed her life forever and i've got goosebumps because i know what's going to happen stay with us we're going to be right back and you're going to hear stephanie tell you about this wonderful evening and how it changed her, her life and how she can help you break through any barriers any blocks that you're experiencing in your life physical emotionally or financially i'm richard levy with our dear friend stephanie right out out of London, you're listening to Wealthy Thoughts on the Empowerment Channel at Voice America. We'll be right back. Stay with us.
1: Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. To reach us today, please call in to one 346 9141 That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is WealthyThoughts at gmail.com. Now, back to the program.
2: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Richard Levy with our dear friend, Stephanie King, right outside of London, England. It's a beautiful evening over there in London, regardless of the weather, because we're talking with beautiful Stephanie King. Stephanie, before the break, shared with us that she had a interior design business that was lost. Closed down during the recession. Her marriage was fail had failed. There's a lot of negativity coming out of the children, and she's actually experiences some depression herself. And then one night at the age of 35. Stephanie's life changed on a dime, as we'd say in the United States. Stephanie, would you share with our listeners this wonderful evening what happened with you during this night when uh, that changed it was life changing event? Mm, well, just to
3: backtrack a little, um, this word karma came into my head, and I knew nothing about it. And a friend who wasn't even a friend of mine—he was a friend of of someone else—I happened to ask him about the word if he knew anything about it. He said, no, but he said, I have some books or something that might interest you. And even from that point, Spirit had a hand in what I was learning and reading, because when I gave him the book back, he was absolutely sure that wasn't the book that he lent me. But at this point, I began to realize that um, we could all heal, that we all have this innate ability. I realized that we were all connected to life and that life was trying to communicate and understand and work with and through us, and that each one of us is a channel, um, a direct channel to work with life. So at this point, I'd already started to heal. Um, but somebody had told me that I needed to write a book. But I was thinking, well, how can I write a book? Who am I? Uh, how can I write a book? So uh, anyway, um I started to write down the thoughts that were coming into my mind because I was getting insights, insights that were too big for me. Yes, I could use them just for me, but if I used them for my children, then they too would be oddballs and their life wouldn't work the way it should. So I knew that it wasn't just for me and my family. It was for everyone. But again, how could I write a book? So I started to write down thoughts and ideas that came into my head. And this one particular night, uh, my husband was asleep beside me, and um, he didn't like it when I, he he didn't understand my work. So I crept up in the night, and um, I I, I asked him upstairs, please, could you just help him sleep? Um, I crept downstairs, grabbed a piece of paper and a pen. And I actually turned the kitchen light on but laid down on the floor in the hallway because there was a map just to jot down these thoughts that were coming into my mind. But then all of a sudden I realized that um, my shoulder um, started to ache. Um, and as I looked at my writing, um, it wasn't my own. It, it was It was different. It was bigger. And it was kind of flowing differently. It was happening... In front of me, but when I tried to look at what I was writing and just correct it or just to bring it back in, back into sync, it changed back to my writing. So something inside me said, "Relax, relax." So I did. I remember the kitchen clock was ticking incredibly loud, um, but what seemed slowly, I could hear this loud ticking. And I could also hear like like a knocking on the kitchen window as though there was a TV aerial cable blowing in the wind and it was just knocking on the kitchen window. So I could hear this. I was aware of this. And I was just kind of in my own space because, as you can imagine, this this was kind of a bubble of something. So here I was lying on the floor and uh, the words that were coming through my pen were saying this is the Garden of Eden. This is it. This is the actual Garden of Eden. Wow. And at the end of it, I put down my pen and I looked at what I'd written and I stood up and this huge, huge golden orb was suspended in front of me, maybe two or three feet wide. I don't know. It was huge. And it was there whether I had my eyes open or closed. It seemed to be there for quite a while. But I remember this feeling of absolute, unconditional love just engulfed me. And I stood there with this orb, which seemed to be there for some time. And then it went. And I realized afterwards that that was the absolute proof, the whack the feel, if you like that what I'd just done on the floor, that what I'd just written, and that everything I went through was absolutely real. And the feelings that you're feeling right now, because even now I'm channeling and working with upstairs, the feeling you can feel in the middle of your chest right now is an absolute stamp that the words I'm saying are true. And that you too are connecting on this level and they're showing you right now the proof of the words that I'm saying. And for you in your life, this is again proof if you need proof that this is real and it's not pretend. And this is available to every every one of you. This wax seal was given to me so that I would never, ever, ever doubt the experience I just had, because the mind is a very clever thing, and it can make you believe very easily, even when you know a truth is real, it can make you believe when the doubt set in that you imagined it, and people around you who don't understand can very, very easily make you believe you imagined it. So you can begin to imagine how hard it is for those who are working with us upstairs to take us by the shoulders and prove that this is real because everything that we know physically is working against that because we've been so deeply programmed. So this vision that I saw was my absolute proof that for the rest of my life I will never ever forget what I saw. And you know what, that was the beginning of my journey. And when something like that happens to you, not only is it proof of what you're dealing with, but then from that point afterwards, it's what you can work to strive to attain to. So you're kind of given the golden pot, the rainbow at the beginning, and then afterwards comes the work where you have to climb the steps climb the ladder, fine tune, fine tune and work towards actually
2: achieving that golden end. Does that make sense? Stephanie, it makes sense. Up in my brain, in the upstairs and in my heart. I would love to ask have all the listeners who are in the United States around the world email me and and tell me if they're feeling the same energy I am. I feel the love, the power If there's the opposite of doubt is certainty, I feel certainty, confidence, peace, and love through your words. As you talked about your evening and when you were 35 years old, when you're laying down uh, on the kitchen floor, near the kitchen, and began writing and writing, you had a pain in your shoulder that came in and then left the next day. You heard what sounded like the TV aerial cable whacking against the window. But when I looked the next day, there was
3: no cable there. There was nothing that could have tapped on that window. There was and nothing is,
2: there. You said the clock was ticking loud. What about the next day? The pendulum. What was the change next day?
3: Well, yeah, the uh, the clock was just normal. But the main thing is when I looked at when I went outside to see what was actually
2: tapping on the window. There was nothing there. Nothing, nothing. there. Stephanie, let me ask you this um, on behalf of all our listeners. Would you th- and please don't let me put words in your mouth. Would you but think, feel, imagine that all of these symbols, the, the pain in your shoulder that left, the ticking of the clock that went away, the aerial cable, there's nothing out there. Was that a message from the universe? Do not doubt anymore. Believe in spirit, believe in the energy.
3: Yes, absolutely. But
2: do you know why? Do you know why? Do you know why they
3: are so trying so hard to wake us up? This is not about hallelujah, praise the Lord. This is not about going into church and bowing down to God and and singing praise on Sunday. This this is about telling us how important this life is that we're living how this is but a chapter, and how we take what we achieve here for the whole of our lifetime. That is our offering back to life. We are the ones who stick the labels on life and give life its meaning. Without us, without our intelligence, life would have no meaning. Who would give it? The animals can't, the fish and the birds can't, they can only be themselves. We are the ones who are programming life and we are giving the meaning to life on a daily basis. So when you're stressed and worried and sad and and in all those places that we, in the lack, in all the places that we normally function on a daily basis, because life is so flipping hard, that's what we're attracting more of. We're unaware that we're saying, hey, we want some more of this. This is more about us beginning to realize how important we are and how life is desperately wanting us to connect back. We've never been kicked out the Garden of Eden. This is it. We have never been disconnected from a loving God or source or universe. Our fears and our doubts are the things that have disconnected us. We are the only ones who think that we are individual, sealed working units, completely separate from everyone and everything. And we're absolutely not. Everything about us from the moment we're born sends live energy signals out to life. We program life in a very real way. And there's so much I can share with you. I'd so love to come to America. You know, everything I'm saying, you would feel as I stand in front of you, you know, you you will feel it.
2: Well, I look forward to you coming to America, and I believe somehow, some way, the universe will bring us together, either in America mm. or over in the UK, because the energy coming out of your words, the speed of your speech has slowed down, the love. And I t- ladies and gentlemen, did you hear that? Uh, Stephanie was not talking about those of you who are involved with the religion or not involved with religion. This has to do with energy channelizing through you to overcome, to replace doubts, worry, and concern. And That is where we're going to pick up after we come back from the break. We're going to talk about how Stephanie has taken this energy, how she channelizes it to help people heal. We're going to talk about how she helps people break through their blocks to wealth and prosperity. This is absolutely fantastic. I can't wait to listen to the show when it's on the website again. Stephanie, stay with us. We'll be right back with you. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Richard Levy with our dear friend Stephanie King in London. You're listening to Wealthy Thoughts on the Empowerment Channel at Voice of America. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Thank you. Thank you.
1: on facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world and that includes you visit us on facebook at voice america empowerment
2: have
0: you friended us on facebook yet why not just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for the keywords voice america once you are part of our facebook network you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows this week's featured guests and new happenings of the voice america talk radio network And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America.
1: follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. This is Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. To reach us today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is WealthyThoughts at gmail.com. Now, back to the program.
2: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Richard Levy with our friend Stephanie King. And we will talk about her website later in the show, but Stephanie J. King, it will link you over to her new um, URL, and you'll be able to find all information about her books and her products and where she'll be traveling through England or wherever through the world, as she learns to, as she practices more channelizing energy. Stephanie, you had this wonderful experience when you're 35 years old in the middle of the night. Now you've begun your journey. Would you explain for those of our dear listeners who do not understand what channelizing energy means? How do you channelize energy? Is that something a listener can do on their own? Okay,
3: right. Well, here's the thing. Throughout our our whole life, we are actually channels for energy. Energy exists in an envelope around the planet that permeates the planet. It's a raw, neutral life force. And we are the ones who, through our thoughts, our actions, our emotions, our deeds, we turn that energy that we breathe, swim, walk and talk in on a daily basis throughout our whole life We turn that energy either into a negative or a positive vibration, and we send it like a live arrow directly to the point of our thoughts, of our conscious thinking. In reality, energy is supposed to flow through us into the ground so that we can give the earth that we walk on the vital life force it needs to survive, Um, each one of us. Um, is a physical being, but we're actually, we have an energy soul that permeates us. Some people think the soul is within the body, but actually the soul envelops the body and it's the soul that gives the body its life force. The food you eat and the organs inside you just keep your body, your vehicle going, um, same as you put fuel into a car, but you need your body to enable you to have a physical life on earth because without your body you would just be like a like letting go a helium balloon you just drift off so you need your physical body to ground you to give you a physical life now in an ideal world each one of us would be perfectly in tune working channels. But the reality is that during normal daily life, our vessels clog up a bit like um, a river bend Um, one week it will flow in one direction but then depending on the weather and the storms and the rubbish it collects it can completely change its course or it's a bit like the guttering around the roof of the house it's supposed to collect the rain that comes off the roof and the water goes down the drain pipes but if there's a lot of rubbish from the birds or the roofs or the weather the guttering clogs up. The guttering is still there. The water still comes. But if the guttering is clogged, the water then has to find other avenues to flow. Now, if it becomes too bad, then the water goes completely the wrong direction and it causes damage, which can be expensive. And it's the same in our physical working systems. Because of our biological makeup, energy is supposed to flow through us easily from the, from, from the universe, down to us, down to the ground, or out to the areas that we send it to. During normal stresses of daily strife and living and worrying, we, our energy centers become blocked. When an energy center becomes blocked, it can create illness the illness then puts stresses on different places and organs in our body and we become ill now doctors forever have been trying their best they can do on a physical level to heal us to help us to take away the broken bits and to give us medication But the thing is if you don't change your lifestyle if you don't change your thoughts what you've mended becomes quickly broken again because Nothing about you has changed. And remember, when you're taking medication, whether it's vitamins or prescription drugs, it's alien to the body. So the body reacts to it. And in only just treating the part that's broken, you're giving it to the whole of your system. So it's no wonder that our health services are so overstretched because we've been living a half story. We've been living a physical life, but far, far, far more occurs on levels unseen to interact with our physical selves than we could ever begin to imagine, and that's what's so exciting now. We're at the beginning of an awakening. The whole energy matrix of the planet is shifting to a higher vibration. We are being not forced, but many of us are being woken up because we said we would wake up in this lifetime. We said that we would care enough, we would love enough, and we would be strong enough to do this work. Because remember when you wake up in this way, it can be very frightening for your friends and your family if they've been asleep all their life. They can think that you're ill or broken and the panic sets in. But really this is the ego feeling threatened. But that's another whole conversation in itself. We can talk about that another time. But the thing is, each one of us, is a working channel for energy to flow through. A mother who touches her child when her child is ill, passes healing energy and love to her child. People who touch when they speak, pass energy to each other in recognition or acknowledgement or upliftment or solidarity. When you visit somebody in hospital, the visitors pass their energy to the patient who's sick to fill up their batteries a bit more so they can get well easier. Now, we've been looking at physical levels here, but the truth is you can send energy to anything that's going on in your life, anywhere in the planet, because no restrictions apply. So you really, really, when you wake up to your power, you can be an incredible force for good that
2: will help life, heal itself, and help you. Very, very powerful, Stephanie. This is so beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, do you pick up on that? We are doctors and vitamin pills and medicines, important, but we're in awakening time right now, folks. Stephanie's talking about it, and it starts with the energy that you send out from yourself. Heal your thoughts, heal your body, and it could be the person next to you. It could be the person all the way on the other side of the planet, the energy you send out. In fact, Stephanie, did you have a healing experience with your dear mother of some kind? Well, I did. Um, She was sick. But can I just say,
3: to prove to the listeners this is real, the words I'm saying and I'm speaking, I haven't written down anywhere. Notice I'm not stumbling, I'm not stuttering. I'm actually channeling the words before we had this interview. I said, please give me the words I need. So the words are coming through as we need them. But more importantly, because I'm an open channel for this to flow through, the energy is coming through me through my words to you and that's why as I'm speaking these words are literally caressing you and touching you and you feel the power but that is also proof that what I'm saying is true. Now when I first started healing um, this was possibly before I had that awakening experience um, in the night. Um, I learned that we could all heal, and I said, okay, well, if we could all heal, and if there really was a man called Jesus, and every biblical scripture has its own Jesus, that person was sent as an example, a person like us, but given as an example of what we individually, individually can achieve to the greatest end of the scale. Now, ultimately, each one of us can achieve varying degrees of that. So I said, okay, well, if I am able to heal, like you're telling me I can and I'm speaking to the universe, I said, I do want to heal. Let me heal. But let me do it in the best way that I can. But not in the way that I want to heal, in the way you most need me to heal. If I'm connecting to life and life needs each one of us, and very few of us are plugging in on these levels, then life needs all of our channels open and working to be able to balance the earth and the life that we're living. So I sent out this this signal and I said, okay, then let me heal. Now my mother, she's been um, sick for most of her life. And um, I gave her a lot of intensive healing. I'm talking about a couple of hours for a couple of months a day. Now, when you're talking physically, physical healing, it does take a lot of effort of the spirit to heal physical. Remember, it's not always as quick as flicking the switch because if you've been ill for a long time, if you've lived your life in such a way for a long time, then there's a lot of programming that needs to be undone. But I did help my mother and she didn't go into the wheelchair like the doctor said. She still lives poorly because her life is the way it is. And remember, when someone is sick, they learn to be sick and they associate themselves with that illness. That becomes who they are if you become your illness. Mm -hmm. So when you take that away from them, sometimes they feel naked and vulnerable and they don't know how to be the new version of themselves. And so it's not long before the illness can come back to varying degrees depending on how much you allow it to come back. So... A lot of this will very much depend on your mindset as to how well your soul and yourself
2: will allow you to be. It Fascinating you that be you're you're saying like your mother had a, a consciousness of perpetual illness although you broke through it and Mm. she avoided the wheelchair i believe is what you said she Mm. her identity was based around being a in the ill a sick woman and it's hard for somebody to give that if become well if they continually identify themselves with these negative thoughts of being ill of being sick is that correct that's true that's very true well, I tell you what, this is uh, fascinating. I'm I'm so glad that you did share this uh, with your dear mother, and that uh, she did have some healing out of it. And but we all know family members or friends who live a life of whether it's illness or being living under poverty because that's. Those are their thoughts continuously on this negativity, and they have to be receptive and open to this positive energy before they will feel it and experience it. Is that correct, Stephanie? Yeah, some people,
3: they don't like where they are, but it's all they know, and to step out from that can be incredibly frightening if they don't know where they're heading, if they don't know what their future holds. It's like a pair of old slippers that you really don't want to throw away because they look beautiful on the top, but underneath they're rotten and no good anymore. You know, we're talking here about life-changing experiences if you allow them to happen, and it comes from you. Every single person on the planet has the ability to far exceed their birth limitations and where they are now. Life doesn't discriminate against any maybe, of us. Like every
2: one of us to succeed. Right. Stephanie, excuse me. Please forgive me. We're going to need to go to a break, and we're going to finish that part of your conversation up. Hold your thoughts. Stay with us, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about consciousness healing, financial healing. We'll talk about when we come back after the break. I'm Richard Levy. You're listening to Wealthy Thoughts. Stay with us. We'll finish up with Stephanie after the commercial. This is exciting.
1: We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. This is Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. To reach us today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is WealthyThoughts at gmail.com. Now, back to the program.
2: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Richard Levy in Chicago. We're talking today with Stephanie J. King. That's her website also com, outside of London. And Stephanie talked about before we uh, earlier in the show that she's not reading from a script, ladies and gentlemen. She meditated and let the universe let the energy flow through her, and the words are just coming out automatically. And I feel that energy, and I hope you are too. Listen to the show; it'll be on my website this afternoon, and you can hear her words over. Again, Stephanie, you've talked a lot about channelizing energy, all of us channelize energy. you talked about how to let it flow through us, not block it. But what about those out there who are perhaps very healthy, which we wish and hope for, but they have financial blockages, financial challenges? How do you help them re-channelize their energy so that they can get back on the abundance wagon? Well,
3: look, here's the thing. Life is changing. The whole world as we know it is changing. The old world view of business said that you would push and shove and do everything you possibly could to help yourself succeed and to create more. But what do we do in a world where less is more? Where people are realizing that they don't need as much as they thought they did. You can only have one washing machine. You can have four or five TVs, but after that, you don't need any more. You know, we all have mobile phones. We have clothes that are bursting out of the cupboards, more jewelry than we could ever wear. At what point do we say we have enough? Now the old worldview of business said, more, 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 generate more, more, more. But if money is scarce and people aren't buying, what happens? the system begins to break down. It starts to crumble. Now, each one of us is an energy channel. We are either positive or negative in nature. That comes through on every single level of our being throughout our whole life. You are either an asset to life or you're a block. Mm -hmm. If you believe that life is hard, that's what it will give you. If you believe that you have to struggle for everything and that life is against you, that's what it will give you. If you believe your business is failing and it will fail, despite everything that you will do, that's precisely what you get. Remember we are creating a new conscious web of intelligence, so humanity will lift its vibration and it's like a new platform is birthing from us to operate from. If you look at the whole business world um, a bit like the human ego, everything about it at the moment is scared. Now the ego is a part of you that you programmed before birth. You programmed it to help you before you were awake in the way that we are speaking. So the ego is a part of you that stops you falling over and beating, be, being hurt or being pushed too far so you'll hurt yourself. But you're adults now, you can make your own choices and decisions. If you make a mistake, so what? From that, you will get hundreds of lessons that you will never get in another way. Now remember we're beings of light and the darkness can't attach to the light. So the closer the light comes, the more the darkness panics because to the darkness, the light means definite death. If you look at the business world, everything about it at the moment is shaky, it's scared. We're operating from a place of lack. Each one of us individually, whether you're working for someone, whether you're creative, whether you're manufacturing, or whether you're an entrepreneur or a company leader. Each one of us has to come back to the basics within ourselves, and we have to begin to work from a new higher vibration, a new conscious energy, because we can't say to the planet, But we're trying to make our footprint greener. As we wake up, we need less. And we're saying to China and India who are waking up, well, actually, you can't have all the things that we had because... We realize it's bad because China and India are saying, well, we want everything you had. You had it, so we want it too. So right now, life is actually in a state of flux. And each one of us has the power to make a huge difference, but it begins with ourselves. And the very first thing you have to give up is the fear. You have to look at what you're doing and bring it more in line with the good of the planet, the good of you. If you're working 100 hours a week, if you're working 100 hours a week to pay your bills, you're always on a catch up, because then you're spending money to make yourself feel better, but because your credit cards are higher, you're having to work harder. So it's a catch 22. Mm -hmm. You have Mm -hmm. to begin to wake up to a more conscious level of who you are, and what you're actually
2: generating and expecting from life, what you need it to give back to you. Does that make sense? It makes sense. It's a very good explanation. Ladies and gentlemen, letting go of your fear, let go of the experience of lack, and let the universe prosper you, let the universe heal you. As a matter of fact, you'll find out about this not only through stephanie's website and her newsletter stephaniejking.com but she has a book stephanie can you take about 45 seconds as i want to talk about both of your major books the divine guidance book ladies and gentlemen you want to get this tell the folks if you can in about 30-45 seconds about divine guidance stephanie okay divine guidance was channeled it's an instant response
3: To any question that you have, you hold the pages, you hold the question in your heart, and you feel that question. You shuffle the pages, and wherever you land, that's your answer. It's actually instant response from the universe to you, to whatever is going on in your life, love, work, family, home. So that you don't have to make the continued mistakes that you make so very, very quickly your life will start to turn around. But it goes hand in hand with my other
2: work too. Okay, that is, ladies and gentlemen, you want to get that from her website. And we're just going to be out of time very shortly. She has a book for teens, uh, and it's called Believe and Achieve The Answers to Teen Success. Uh, Stephanie was bullied as a little girl, and you had a nephew very briefly. And, and with that 10 seconds, tell us what happened to your nephew. Um, well, he he hung himself by accident. He was bullied at
3: school, but he also had um, behaviour problems. But it was not just about him, it's about all teenagers today. Teenagers are the generation that will take us forward, but they're the generation that most traditionally we find the hardest to deal with. They're they're trying to cope with their own growth and the things that we subconsciously gave them without even knowing. And, you know, being a parent is the hardest thing in the world, but we don't get training. Our teenagers need the best that we can give, and this is um,
2: a support structure for them that will be... We're going to have to leave it right there. But, ladies and gentlemen, get the book on teens. It's a fantastic book. And go to her website, stephaniejking.com. Get all her products, get her newsletter, and visit at her seminars. Stephanie, you've been fantastic today. Thank you so much for spending an hour today on Wealthy Thoughts. Would you come back and see us again? I would love to, and I can hardly believe it's been an hour uh to you channel I said, I want you to please email me your address in the UK and I'm gonna send you a book, a signed copy of my book, and I'll get that in the mail over to you. Stephanie, we love you, we embrace you, and we send you very positive energy and all the best to you and let's stay in touch, Stephanie. Thank you for being with us today. Well, thank you. God bless you all. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, remember to come see us on Saturday in New York City at the Western Times Square. Sign up for our prosperity messages at ThoughtsMakeYouWealthy.com. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for this week. Remember this. Whatever you focus on, think about, speak about, and write is what you attract into your life. Therefore, why not put success, happiness, health, and harmony at the center of your attention today, tonight, tomorrow. That's what Stephanie was talking about. And remember this, my friends. Be sure and give love, respect, and appreciation and approval to the most important person on the planet, you. We'll see you next week at 3 Eastern, 2 Central, 12 noon Pacific for another hour of Wealthy Thoughts. This is Richard Levy. So long from Chicago. Bye-bye.
1: Thank you for inviting positive success into your life this week on Wealthy Thoughts. Please join host Richard Levy again next Monday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, and 2 p.m. Central Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And this week, think of something positive you can do to bring success to yourself and others.